Hello, welcome. Trap Game Episode 6. I'm your host, Mark Ruthop. I am here with my co-host, Christopher Smith. Hola, como estas? Muy bien. Muy bien, muy bien. Muy bien. All right, man. We are Monday night, September 14th. We have two Monday night football games on the docket. We are going to be covering the week two spreads. Um, so just keep in mind that stuff might change, guys. Um, we are going off of what the books have right now. It's really early. It is really early. But, you know, we want to get it out because we weren't able to last week. Um, you still have the Steelers and Giants tonight and the Titans and Broncos. Um, I already have the Steelers on a ticket um, at minus six. I know Chris is on the other side of that. Yes, I am. I don't think you feel particularly Danny good Brown. about it. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I was, the public. Right. I was telling them right before this, we started recording. I think, you know, all the Steelers need to do is get to 21 points. Um, Danny Dimes is going to fumble like three or four times every time he gets breathed on. He fumbles. So. Oh, I actually have 20 bucks on Danny Dimes to score the first touchdown tonight. Okay. Look at that. My boy is going in. He runs like Lamar Jackson. 20 just, bucks for 460. That's yeah, not bad. 22 to 1. He's going to score the first one. You're not going to see it. It's going to happen. I, I mean, I'll be fine with that as long as the Steelers cover the six. No, Giants plus six all day. Danny <laughs> Dimes. And then after that, we have the Titans and Broncos. Um, the Titans are minus three. I'm leaning a little bit towards the Titans. Um, I think Derrick Henry is going to run all over that Broncos defense, especially without Von Miller in the right. lineup tonight. Um, I think I feel a little bit more confident in that. But, you know, um, it's so hard. To tell in week one. So it's just weird to me because the Broncos were actually minus three and a half. Like, right. The Broncos got a little better in the offseason, but not much to warrant. The, they almost made it, you know, the AFC West, uh, you know, runner up in the championship. Right. So it was weird to me that the Broncos were minus three and a half. Now I went to plus three and a half due, I think, to Von Miller, mm-hmm. literally being him being out. Well, they lost him. Cortland Sutton's oh, out. He's a, a, a game time decision. I heard, but he's a game time decision. They said if like everything he can I've do, heard is he's like out. Yeah, they were like saying if he can do like five jumping jacks in a row, he could play. Which okay, is like the so most don't basic. don't rely on Cortland Sutton <laughs> to play tonight. Um, but yeah, those are two games we have on the docket tonight. We also have the Knights down three one in the series. Um, the books still believe in them I at know. plus two eighty. I mean, usually you're going to see a team that's down 3-1 probably like plus five, 600 normally. Right, right. So the books aren't counting them out. I'm not counting them out. Or winning. Are, am I feeling particularly confident that they can come back? No, because it doesn't happen a lot. It's going to happen. I mean, I'm hoping. I'm really hoping. Like I said, like the Knights haven't been playing bad. They're just losing games that they should be winning, which is even more frustrating. Yeah. Um, but you know, they, they aren't out of it. If they keep playing the way they're playing, those shots are going to go in. And unfortunately it just is so much more amplified right now because it's the playoffs. But, uh, you know, the Knights have won three in a row before, so, you know, it can happen. They win tonight. The momentum's back on their side and they just need to win too. You got to go one game at a time. Um, we're not going to get into that too much, um, just because we want to get every single game for week two for you guys. Um, So we'll move past that. Going into last week, 
you and I hit our locks. 2-0, baby. 2-0. So hopefully you guys followed us there. Um, we'll go into the to the picks a little bit more once we get to their games. Um, but I'm really glad we hit them. Right. Because then we would have lost all credibility. All credibility. <laughs> and I'm not even going to lie, people. I was uh, doubting myself for a little second. The line just looked weird after right. I gave it out. And I was just like, oh, I hope I don't mess this pick up. And then, of course, by the betting god himself, he let it... <laughs> with flying colors so thank you i hope you made money if anybody bet on that yeah let me know comment send me a dm something because i was watching my game and then you had texted me that you hit yours well because i took your game right and then immediately the cardinals went down 10 nothing and know. i was like oh uh -oh. great here we go again uh -oh. but luckily we both hit we do have locks for you guys today um, we're going to be giving you guys those at the end of the show, so make sure you guys stick around and listen. Um, but let's just get into it. Yep. First game we have on the docket, the Cincinnati Bengals at the Cleveland Browns. The Browns are minus 8.5. The over-under is 46. This is the Thursday night game. Um, I'll get started with this one. Give me the Bengals. What's the 8.5? The Bengals. Plus the eight and a half. Maybe I'm probably going to win this game. Should have won the last game against the Chargers. Um, and the under. I think the I think it's going to be real low scoring, and it's probably going to be the Bengals doing all the scoring. The Cleveland Browns just look terrible against the Ravens this weekend. I mean, it's the – like, let's give them a little leeway. It is the Ravens. We do agree that the Ravens are going to be good this year. But at the same time, I mean, they scored six points. I know. Everyone was high on the Browns again. I mean, we gave them a little. I mean, I, I picked the under for their win total just because, you know, it's what you do for me lately. Right. And what they've done for the last 20 years is just not win. Um, so it doesn't seem like they've improved much. I don't. I, and that's the thing. Like after week one, everyone kind of does like knee jerk reactions to right. every game. But this is every year with the Browns. Every so, year. and I mean, Joe Burrow didn't look great, but he looked like he could. He gave the Bengals a chance to win at the end of the game. Yes. And if it wasn't for Bullock freaking blowing out his knee from like a twenty-yard field goal, right? I mean, how how bad? It's like how much does that hurt for to watch as a Bengals? I mean, man? No, not just that. He won the game for them twice. He ran right. it in, and then they were like offensive interference and then he threw that tiptoe to AJ Green in the end zone with like 20 seconds left and he pushed off on that I did see that so boom there there goes their two touchdowns and now this guy yeah blows out his leg kicking it I mean what luck yeah but I mean Joe Burrow the hopefully savior of Cincinnati he looked promising I mean he didn't have the greatest game Right. He had 193 passing yards, no touchdowns, one interception, so they are still waiting for that first touchdown pass of his career. He did have his first rushing touchdown. Um, he had eight. He rushed eight times for 46 yards and a touchdown. He was running a that's lot. That's pretty good. I mean, I knew he could run, but that's impressive, especially right. against that Chargers defense who has you know, held them to 13 points. Right. And you know, coming into the season – a lot of experts really like the Bengals offense. So to hold the Bengals to 13 points, I mean, the, it could be completely overrated by everyone at the effect. beginning. Right. So um, I still really like the Bengals plus eight and a half. Chris likes the Bengals eight and a half. 
Um, I think they're a live dog in this game to even win. Yeah. If if it even goes partially how week one went, right. um, the Bengals will put up more points. I mean, so will the Browns. But, man, they just looked extremely unimpressive. Um, the New York Giants the G-Men. at the Chicago Bears. Um, the Bears are minus five at the moment, the over under 43 and a half. Um, this one's kind of hard to get into because, you know, the Giants still do play today. Um, you don't know if there's going to be any injuries, anything like that. Um, so just going off of this, I still will take the Bears at minus five. Um, if the Giants come out of this healthy, I, I still like the Bears. Mitch Trubisky had a good game. I gave him his credit at the beginning of the season. I hope he keeps it going so he shuts all the haters up. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the Giants, they're still a lot of pieces away from being a consistent, you know, team that can compete every week. Um, Saquon, he's good, you yeah. know, but that Bears defense should be able to bottle him up a little bit. Danny Dimes, he fumbles every time you breathe on him. So um, give, me, give me the Bears minus five. I think the Giants are going to win this one. Again, another dog pick. So you think, okay, so you're taking them plus the five, and do you I'll like take, the money line? Yeah, I'll take them plus five. I mean, like I, like you said, we have to wait to see how they play tonight. But I'm on board. They're trained. They got a good program. I think Danny Dimes won't fumble. They probably worked on ball security all the offseason during COVID. Probably didn't even walk around his house without a ball in his hand. Right. You know, so um, – I mean, that's all fine and well until a Steelers defensive lineman cracks him on the blind side. But if you can, he can cook, work on it all year. It if you can matter. cook an egg with a ball in your hand, I'm pretty sure you can finesse it into the end zone. I mean, I'm not saying he's not going to throw touchdown passes, but he's going to turn the ball over. So does Mitch. I mean, he does. It's going to be a fumble game. A lot of turnovers this game. In the in the Bears Giants. Okay, but the difference is. The Bears' defense, and I mean the Steelers' defense, is a little bit better than the Bears, but the I think the Eagles have a better defense than the Giants do. We're just gonna have to wait and see. We are gonna have to wait and see. Um, and the Bears, or no, the Bears came back on the Lions. Yeah, that was me. surprising. Twenty-one unanswered in the fourth quarter. Um, Trubisky, three touchdown passes, so, you know, I like him. Surprisingly, and, oh, we'll get into that when we get to the Lions, but, um, yeah, I like the Bears. You're taking the Giants. Um, I also like the under in this game at 43-and-a-half. Yeah, it's pretty low. Yeah, these teams like to run it a lot, so the clock should be running. We'll see how that goes. Again, we got to kind of wait and see what happens tonight, but, as of right now, I got the Bears. Chris has the Giants. Next up on the docket, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Tennessee Titans. Titans minus 11. The over-under 42.5. I believe this is the biggest spread of the week. Um, and again, the Titans play tonight. So you don't 100% know how it's going to look here in the next couple days. But assuming everyone stays healthy, give me the Titans. Minus 11. 
I agree with that. They're yeah. going to run all over them. The Jacksonville Jaguars are tanking. Literally, they're not publicly saying it, but they're saying, I don't know how they, they just beat the Colts because by mere luck, honestly, like Phillip Rivers looked terrible, but I mean, they, they looked, I'll give the Jaguars a little bit of credit. They, they did look competitive. Yeah. But for what reason, you know, they're tanking for Trevor. They well, I mean, sold they, everybody off. They traded everybody away. I mean, you just don't do that unless you're trying to rebuild. Well, the thing is also like Gardner Minshew wants to be a starter. You know what I mean? It's not like they have like Mike Lennon or Fitzpatrick guys yeah. that have been like career journeymen back there. Like Minshew is still new to the league. Yeah. And right now this is his team. So right. he wants to win and prove that he belongs. Right. So I don't think that the Jaguars are ever going to be like a lay down team. But at the same time, they're just like so much talent has left this roster that they are going to get ran over a few times this year. Yep, and this is one of them. And I, yeah, this is 100% one of them. I think um, it kind of shows in the books that this is still the biggest spread. Like, that was cool. And I mean, good for them that they beat the Colts this uh, this weekend. But, you know, at minus 11, it just shows that the books still don't have a lot of uh, faith in the Jaguars. And their run defense isn't really up to up to par. Right. And when you have arguably the best freaking power running back in the NFL, I mean, I don't even think it's arguably. NFL. No, no, it's, yeah. it's a definite. D- Derrick Henry is the best power running back in the NFL. He should have a field day against the Jaguars. So I like the Titans. Chris likes the Titans. Yeah. I actually take like them. the Titans um, to score a ton in this game. And I'll take the over at 42 and a half. I think the Titans can get like to 28, 35 points. Yeah. And then really you only need the Jaguars to score yeah, a touchdown. Maybe two touchdowns. touchdowns at the end to make sure, you know, make it so, look like they don't completely suck. Yeah. I, I think this one goes to Titans way pretty easily. Um, we'll move on to the next game. Next we got Denver Broncos and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Steelers are minus five in this under over 44. Um, the Steelers are at home. Like I, like we were saying earlier, both these games are tonight. Right. They Both these teams play tonight before or after we make this. So it's hard to tell what they look like right now. But I still believe the Pittsburgh Steelers and Big Ben is going to come back. He's going to be a great quarterback. Um, Juju's going to get like two, three touchdowns in this. I think they cover the five. Juju's going to go off in this game. I'll give you, I'll give you that. Um, I, it, it is hard, you know. And we're finally after this game, we're going to get into teams that have all played, right? So it'll be a lot easier to project these games. Um, I'll take the Steelers at minus five, just because I'm not a big believer in the Broncos this year yet, especially with all the injuries they have right now. Um, even if Cortland Sutton does play tonight, he's going to be extremely limited. Um, it's kind of dumb to play him this early if he's this hurt. Like, give him a week off. Like, it's week one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so, I will take the Steelers. I don't feel great about the Steelers just because I don't really think the Steelers are going to be as good as Chris does this year, um, even though I do have them minus the six. But it is the Giants, so it's not like, you know. It's, it's hard to get a measure when you play, you know, who's supposedly to be one of the worst teams in the league this year. You know what I mean? 
Um, but yeah, we won't spend a lot of time on this one. Give me and Chris the minus five. Stuff could happen after tonight, but we'll see. You know, who knows? Ben could take some, take a hit and there goes. land on his elbow and be done again this year. No more fapping for me. <laughs> yeah, we'll need to go back to his, uh, hey, his hey. Like, like, yeah, his his counseling. Jesus. <laughs> um, Los Angeles Rams at the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles minus four and a half. The over-under is 49. Um, the, the Rams, Rams won. Okay. The Rams beat, you know, who a lot of experts are picking to be the Super Bowl champions this year, the Cowboys. Um, the Eagles gave up 27 unanswered to the Washington Washingtons. <laughs> the Washington Washingtons? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to. I'll send something into them, and right. we'll see if we can get the that. president's face on it. Right. Bam. The, the Washington City Bitch Pigeons? No, that's strictly for Seattle. <laughs> Just that's Seattle. Strictly Seattle. <laughs> All right. Well, I want that to be a thing. I mean, if they were, if they would take it, dude, I would take it. Who wouldn't? It rains in Washington a little bit. Yeah, I know, but still, like, it's Seattle. Yeah. Um. I like the Rams here. I think the Rams win outright. Okay. You like the Rams money line? The Philadelphia Feagles, Beagles, Seagulls, Teagles, whatever you want to call them, did not look good. Carson Wentz did not look like it. It looked good until, you know, the Washington Washington scored that touchdown and then just ran the table on them. Exactly my point. The Rams looked decent last night, beating what you say people are saying are going to be the Super Bowl champions or contender, the Cowboys, with ease. The Rams last year were the second-best team in the NFL against the spread. Right. They covered last night. They won last night. I take them plus four all day, if not money line. And, I mean, I'll give it to Washington. They have a great defensive line with the addition of Chase Young, Montez Sweat. Like, they got a good young core. They had eight sacks last game. So is it their defensive line is just that good, or is Philadelphia's O-line just that bad? If Philadelphia's O-line is that bad, they don't really get a break this week because now they have to face the best defensive tackle in the league in Eric Donald. Um, But I'm going to take the Eagles. I am going to take the Eagles at minus four and a half. I think this is one of those these classic knee-jerk reactions we're having to them wash, uh, losing to Washington this week. Um, I liked the Eagles coming into this season. Was it a bad game? And you have to remember they, they were missing Miles Sanders, who was supposed to be their feature back this year. Um, when you have Dallas Goddard, your tight end, at eight receptions and 101 yards, and you know you had Jalen Ragor, one reception, 55 yards, Deshaun Dak. Deshaun Jackson, two receptions, 46 yards. That'll get better. Carson Wentz, 270, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Um, I think they'll have a better game. I think they'll figure it out. I don't think they're, it's going to be a close game. Um, I think the Eagles can win by like 16. And I can, I can very easily see this being like 27, 21. Um, you know, just super – 
super close, but I think the Eagles can get it at the minus four and a half. So um, we're on the opposite end of that one. Do you have any uh, – how do you like the over-under of 49? I think I like the under on that. I definitely like the under. Yeah, that's a pretty high total. And Carson neither, Wentz will be running from his life for his life from if Aaron the Donald. offensive line is as bad as it looked. It will be. And now they're playing a better pass rusher. There's just there's just no way. Yeah, he's gonna be getting double and triple teamed all day. Right. So um yeah, we're on up as it ends of that one. I can very easily see the Rams winning this one straight up. But uh yeah, give me the Eagles. And Chris has taken the Rams plus the points, likes them at the money line. Atlanta Falcons at the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys minus seven and a half. The over under is at 50. Two teams that are 0 and 1. Um, the Cowboys just did not look impressive. Not at all. Again, do you they just go against their decision with going for it instead of kicking the field goal? Oh, no. That was, that was ridiculous. Right. I thought Jason Garrett had snuck back onto their sideline and called that play. <laughs> I literally thought the same thing. Uh, I was like, wait, who's their coach again? Right. When I saw I was like, oh my God, the same it's like the cowboy mentality. I, what do you like what do you think in there? Right. That was like flashbacks of when the E or the Seahawks are playing the Patriots in the Super Bowl. And you have Marshawn Lynch right. at the one yard line, but you decide to throw a slant. It's like they thought, no, they know we're going to kick the field goal, so we're going to try not to. Like, you just over. The only thing I can think of is that he did not believe in their offense that day. Right. And he did not think that they'd get into scoring position again right. from that point on. He believed in them enough to go for it on fourth down. I mean, shoot. Yeah, that had the ball on what? The two-yard line? Yeah. You would think this crazy great offense that the Cowboys supposedly have. And you know? they're overpaid running back. Right, exactly. Did you see his tattoo? Dude. Feed me. So He's got a tram stamp. This guy has a feed me tattoo now on his stomach. And it has he has like a, a spoon, spoon and a, little, a fork yeah, on like both sides of it. I don't know what it is about NFL players. They have all this money now. But they, they get still the can't get tattoos. Back. They're so terrible. Oh my god! I'm like, did you go to jail for the weekend? Do you like, yeah. It? First like, of all, it looks like a prison tattoo. Right. Second of all, do you like? Did you see Lamar Jackson's tattoo? Yes. That he got on his chest. So I remember seeing that on Twitter, and like Bleacher Report was like, "Oh, Lamar Jackson tattoos is fire now." And I was like, I was looking at it because I'm a person that really appreciates nice tattoos. Right. You know, I have a couple. Right. Um, I have zero, but you look at it and like the banner has something about family. I think it was, and the lettering wasn't even on the banner. The letters were coming off of his banner and I'm like, and the football was like all lopsided. Right. It wasn't symmetrical. I was like, like, dude, it was ugly. Who are you doing? Like, are you getting your 10 year old cousin to do your tattoos? They're just putting the homies on. You're about to be a millionaire. Spend right. a little bit of money. Like, don't get your homie from down the street right. what to do your tattoo. Hey, we did your tat, this guy. Yeah, wow. dude. I, it's it's horrible. And terrible. And that's just another reason I'm taking the Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> Strictly. Strictly for um, the tattoo. That's what it is. Everyone's going to be like, yeah, feed you this, this fucking L. You better lose. Yeah, you know what? Feed me, Zeke. You're going to. 
you can say feed me all you want, but you're starving this year, okay? Right. You guys are going to be overrated again. You guys are going to go like 6-10. and 10, And then next year, what are Cowboys fans going to do? Oh, this is our year. This is, this is our year. Exactly. It hasn't been our year for the last 30 years, but you know what? Every next year is our year. It won't be with Dak Prescott. I'll tell you that right no, now. No, and then they're going to give him three or $35, $40 million to do the same thing he does every year and take them to an 8-8 eight and eight season. But, uh, wow, we got off the rails on that one quick. Love America's team. I, yeah, we just love the Cowboys. Love I think them. I think that's the moral of the story. The whole show could be ranting about how great <laughs> they are, Wink Wink. Um, and I just think the Falcons ran into a really good Seahawks team. And I I, guess I can't agree more. They are so good. Yeah. Gonna, it's going to be, I'm telling you, it's going to be Chiefs-Seahawks Super Bowl. I hope what it is. I hope you're wrong. But, I mean, if you were to go off strictly week one, that's a really, really good bet to take right yep. now. And, like, I'm looking right here. Matt Ryan, they have as a top performer. He did throw for 450 yards and two touchdowns. But Russell Wilson was 100% the top performer in that game. It was great. He threw for 320 yards. He had three touchdown passes. He had a rushing touchdown. He had like 50, 60 yards rushing. And 41 like, fantasy points. Yeah, I mean, he gets better. Right. He just gets better. Right. And now you add DK Metcalf. I know I'm not super high on him yet. I mean, but you had that over the top. I, okay. Long, like. To be clear, I do like DK Metcalf. I think he's a good wide receiver, but I don't think he's like as high as everyone has been putting him yet. If he has the same year and then proves from last year, then yes, you have to. I don't think his route running is good. I think he's just that over the top big. Well, jump yeah, he's ball a threat. physical specimen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a lot of guys can't guard him because right. he's just so stupidly big. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm on the Falcons. I love the Falcons here at the plus seven and a half. The Cowboys are underachievers again. The Falcons aren't as bad as they looked last week. I mean, they still put up 25 points on that Seahawks defense, who's also good. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, the Seahawks are going to run the table on a lot of people like that this year. Mm -hmm. If Russell Wilson can stay at that performance level, that level. they are going to be scary good. And their new addition... Jamal Adams. Uh, Jamal Adams doesn't, doesn't crazy. Yeah. He said, I love that my team put up whatever, 33 points, and uh, he had a sack that game, two QB pressures. Uh, he was going crazy. Yeah. For someone who just got paid, he was showing that he's worth the money. He was talking a lot of smack about the Jets. Too. Oh, yeah. I mean. Not like directly, but he was just like, oh, finally I'm on a team that can score. Exactly. I'm not bored anymore. My day. You're not you're not hoping you're gonna lose a game like just, at every moment. Yeah, you just know what just I mean? rub salt in the wound for the Jets. You know what I mean? Um but are you going I, Atlanta here? You like I'm the, going Cowboys. Okay, you're going, going the Cowboys. Cowboys. They got too much talent. I mean I know they're just an unwell coached team and Dak Prescott is terrible, but you got some of the best wide receivers in the game on your team, arguably one of the best running backs who I think is overrated. Um, I think they cover. I think they bounce back from this from this uh, loss this week and get back on the train. But the Cowboys, they're just not a, they're not better than any team by a touchdown. I mean, maybe besides the Jaguars, maybe besides you know a team. 
Like maybe yeah, like maybe the Giants, they're not better. They're not seven and a half points better than any team in the NFL. The books think so. Yeah, but it's also because a lot of people are betting the Cowboys. Yeah. But not yet. It's early. It's early. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I I think the Falcons cover this game easily. This is it looks like a game to me that the Falcons will probably be winning. Like most of the game, and if the Cowboys win, it's going to be like super late. Yeah, you know what I mean. But yeah, I just next on the list. Next, next. Game. Get off the damn Cowboys. <laughs> um, Detroit Lions at the Green Bay Packers. The odds: the Packers are minus six and a half. The over under is forty six. Um, give me the Lions. I like the Lions plus six and a half. I really like the Lions. These teams always play each other close. I know because the past two years I've been betting on the Packers to cover the spread, and it's a nail-biter down to the end. Right. Both times last year, both times the year before. Um, yeah, I like the Lions plus six. I think they were be they were one of the favorites to win their division this year. I think the last game, I mean, they still put up 23 points against the Bears' defense. Right. I think they – And if it wasn't for a really, really, really bad fourth quarter, they would be 1-0. Right. And this spread probably goes down by like a point. Yeah. You know? Um, and on the, the flip side of that, the Packers played way, way better than I thought they would. I knew this was going to be Aaron Rodgers' year. I told you. He's got he's looking over his back now. He's showing that he's that man for the next team if they do get rid of him and he's going to get paid somewhere else as an old ass quarterback like Tom Brady did. I mean, I didn't think that Aaron Rodgers is going to be bad. I just, I, I just that think good? that like them not giving him weapons, him getting a little bit older, like, like that stuff is going to catch up to him. Yeah. Eventually. Obviously, it wasn't in week one of this year, right? Because they put up forty three against on a the good Vikings. Vikings defense that just got better in the offseason. Right. Right. I was so surprised to see that score. I mean. The Vikings, if they score 34 points, they're going to win a lot of games. Right. And honestly, like, that score is – this game was not even as close as the score shows. No. Because – They put that up. They the put fourth. up 24 points in the fourth quarter. The Vikings did. Um, but, yeah, like, they were getting blown out yeah. until the fourth quarter. So, I think this is one of those knee-jerk reactions here that – um, knee jerk, knee jerk. Yeah, uh, it looks, it looks a little bit too good to be true. It looks like you know one of those traps. Yeah, it looks like a trap game to me. Um, at less than a touchdown, I think the Lions are live dogs here. I like them plus six and a half. You were taking them plus a six and a half. Plus six and a half okay. all day. Yeah, I might um, even like to take the over. I mean, it's gonna the be over close. looks nice. If they could put up forty three points on the Vikings, they're gonna put up a decent amount of points. Right, I got it like a. 28 to 20 game or somewhere around there. Yeah. Well, no, if you got a 28 no, to 20, 20, then the Packers are coming. 28 to 23, sorry. <laughs> math uh, you can't contradict today. yourself, okay? Right. I know we cannot make mistakes on our show ever. Never. We're stooges. We got to get every pick right. <laughs> our package yeah, will we, be 69.99. If we, if we don't go 16 and 0 this week, we just have to cancel our show. Um. 
Going into the next game, the Minnesota Vikings at the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts minus three and a half. The over-under is 47. This one's hard. I don't know where to go on this one just because, you know, the Vikings did lose, gave up a ton of points. The Colts didn't look great, lost to, you know, the perceived worst team in the league. Phillip Rivers was doing the same thing he was doing last year. He did throw for 363 yards, but he threw two horrible, horrible interceptions. So, and like I was telling Chris, you know, we, we were just talking about it. Gardner Minshew, he wants to win. This is, he's still playing for a job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he knows that going into this year, if they're the number one overall seed, he's gone. Oh, definitely. Because they will draft Trevor Lawrence. Right. So he wants to win enough games to where to they're not the number team. one pick. That too. I don't I don't think he's doing it for the team-wise. I think he's doing it for another team-wise if they need him. You know what I mean? Right, right. Because, I mean, if, if the Jaguars are smart and they do get him, they might still have Minshew play another year and have Lawrence kind of sit behind him and just learn something. I wouldn't say much. But, you know, someone who's been no, in the league. No, if, if they were to get Trevor Lawrence, they're going to trade Minshew. You think Trevor starts? Boom. And if not, it's going to be one of those situations where. He loses two and he's out. Yeah. yeah. He throws one interception. He he'll, he can throw for like 350 yards and two touchdowns, but he'll throw like a late interception and lose. And they make up. Trevor's in. You're done. Yep. Good try. At Thanks. the half. See, you're gone. But um, Thanks for coming. This one is so hard to me. It looks because like you want to take the Vikings. You love it. It's the biggest the trap game podcast. Right. Trap game on here. Hundred percent. Because it's like, what? Right. Really? And that's where I want to just take the Colts minus three and a half. I'm this is gonna be the that case. You know what I mean? They're gonna I'm win. gonna go against my instincts because your instincts tell you to hammer the Vikings this week. Hammer them. Like, going into this week, you would think that the Vikings should be minus three and a half. If not minus six. When I saw right. this, I, when I saw it was that much, I was like, oh my. Rant. Due, due to seeing stuff like this time and time again, and you bet, and you know. You know. You know when it's a trap, too. But, like, in your soul, you're like, but no, you're like, this no, this better. can't happen. It just like, can't. They're going to win. And it does. And it doesn't go your way, and you're like, I knew I should have gone the other way. This 100% feels like that. So for that reason alone, going against my instincts, I'm going with the Colts. Colts. Right. If, if not, the minus three and a half, which watch, they will cover because everyone's going to take Minnesota money. Line oh, or the Vikings line. are going to get hammered this right. week. They, I wouldn't be surprised if you saw reverse line movement I would, on this game. I wouldn't even say reverse line movement. I wouldn't be surprised if like they win by like eight or nine. The you know, it's, yeah. just like win this game easy. Yeah, just easy. The Blow sharp, the sharp money, the professional money will a hundred percent be on the Colts. Right. Week. Um. Yeah. I I don't like it. I'm not betting it, but it just it's one of those too good to be true things right. that the Vikings are getting points this week, and the Colts will, like you said, they're going to win by like ten. Yeah. Two touchdowns and make it easy. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on, the Buffalo Bills at the Miami Dolphins. The Bills are minus three this game. 
Give me the Bills. This one isn't hard for me. Easy. The Dolphins looked okay against the Patriots. I mean, they put up 11 points. Um, it was still they, they Patrick, held, right? Yeah. They held the Patriots to 21. I mean, I guess if you want to say anything about positively for, for the Dolphins, but they just look so underwhelming. You know, and there's a lot of people that had them as a sleeper pick to win the division this year. I'm just like, well, after that first game, I don't think so. Nope. I think it's going to be a two-pony race. It's going to come down to the Patriots and the Bills. The Bills cover this one easy. I could see them winning this game like 28 to 10. I don't think it'll be 28 to 10. They'll definitely win by two scores. I like the Bills in this too. Like you said, the Dolphins didn't look anything special with all their picks and all the money they spent in the offseason. You want to say they held the Patriots to 21, but... 21 is not bad, especially when you spent all that money in the offseason right. acquiring all these pieces on defense. So, yeah, I think Bills run the table on them. Um, and the Patriots have no one on the offensive side of the ball outside of Cam Newton. Right. Nobody. Which looked great. He looked pretty good. He looked good. He looked good. It was different seeing that type of scheme in that offense, in those colors. Yeah. The I mean, quarterback. Did you see that stat? He ran for like 67 yards. This is the most by a Patriot quarterback in franchise history or something yeah, like that. Yeah. I'm like, Jesus. See, but like, okay, ESPN, I'm looking at the game last week. They have Ryan Fitzpatrick as the top pass performer. He went 20 for 30 on passing, 191 yards, and he had three interceptions, and he's the top passer in that game? How? Because Cam Newton isn't a good passer. He never has been. You want to know why they won that game? Because he had 15 carries for 75 yards and two touchdowns. If people can keep him in the pocket, the Patriots are going to lose this year. I'm telling you. Like, sure, Cam Newton looked good. I'll give him that. He looks healthy enough to run again. Right. But when you have the top performer at under 200 yards with three interceptions. I'm not impressed for Cam Newton. You know what I'm I saying? I agree. I agree. I can see that. But, uh, yeah. And I love Josh Allen. I'm a big Josh Allen guy. I've been in his corner since he got drafted. 312 yards, two touchdowns, 14 carries, 57 yards, and a touchdown. This is Josh Allen's year. Would not be surprised to see him uh, fighting for an MVP at the end of the year, honestly. Um, like I said, I think they win this game, and I think they win it big. I would take the Bills. I'm take, Yeah, take the Bills. Take I would even bills. look at some alternate uh, spreads this week to, right. take, to take the Bills minus a touchdown. Yeah. You'll get really nice odds on that. Bet, if they're yeah. going to win, they're going to win big. All right. You're here to hear first. Yes, sir. Um, you got the San Francisco 49ers at the New York Jets. The 49ers are minus four. The over-under is 43 and a half. Um, I'll let you start on this one. I don't know why the 49ers are only minus four. Right. I guess I get they had a slow start against the Cardinals. The Cardinals defense looks phenomenal. Phenomenal. So, Jimmy, I'm not going to blow my load on the Cardinals just yet until we get to their game. Okay. So. But the 49ers, I think Jimmy G wasn't spreading the ball enough. Um, I think they he'll get really back to targeting Bourne more, which is he missed three open passes to Bourne for touchdowns easily. They could have won this game. 
I don't know why they're only getting minus four. Maybe because of that, but we're still dealing with the Jets. Yep. Who lost Jamal Adams, who are the Jets. So they're probably going to be without Le'Veon Bell. Oh, yeah, that too. Oh, yep. 49ers all day. I would get it at minus four now before it jumps up to minus yeah. six or seven when Le'Veon is out. 100%. For sure. This game is going to get bet up to like a touchdown. Yep. Maybe even more. Yep. Um, especially when Le'Veon gets rolled out. Yeah. It'll, it, it's going to keep climbing. So, yeah, Chris is right. Get this game early when you can get it at minus four. Um, because even if you get it at a touchdown, like minus seven, minus seven and a half, it's going to be like touchdown. minus 120, minus yeah. 130. Like, I 100% dude. like the 49ers should win this game. Easy. Easy. Like, this isn't even a trap. No. Like, you can, you know, when a trap is there. Yeah. But this is not one Doesn't of those games. Like the Niners. You know, like people were are like kind of. It's so weird. Like the Cardinals, people are either really high on them this year, or they're really undervaluing how much they improved in the off season. Yeah. And I don't think it's a bad thing that the Niners lost that game. You know what I mean? Like I don't think that they're a bad team just because they lost that game. Well, like you said, the Cardinals got better in the offseason, and they already played them close last year, and now the Niners got a little worse, Mm -hmm. and they got some injured players, so I can see them losing, and they lost a close game. It's not like they got blown out by the Cardinals. Yeah, exactly, and I think it makes it look even a little bit worse just because the the Niners, fairly or unfairly, were almost a touchdown favorite in this game, which you know was crazy to us last week. Easy money. Um, but yeah, the 49ers are going to bounce back in a big way this week. It's one of those games where, you know, I, the 43 and a half looks really enticing just because I think the 49ers can put up like 35 points in this game. Yeah, I think they're going to run all over. Yeah, they're, they're going to run them. Yeah, give us the Niners. Give us the over on that game, too. I'm, I'm feeling really good about that one. Um, we need to go back because we missed one game. The um, Carolina Panthers... Against the Tampa Bay Gronkineers, the Buccaneers are minus eight and a half. The over/under is forty-nine. Oh boy! Can I just talk about the Buccaneers? Let's defense? talk about the Buccaneers defense. What happened last year with Jameis Winston? Even with him throwing four interceptions a game, they were still in every game because their defense was arguably the greatest in the NFL yep. last year. They were phenomenal. I'm thinking adding. All these offensive weapons, they're going to go off. Yes, they scored points, but they gave up so many. I had the under, and at, before the half, it looked good. I'm like, all right, we're at like 29 or something. And then, boom, touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. touchdown. The Saints were just making it look easy. Not not saying Tom Brady had his worst game ever, but it was pretty bad. He didn't have a good game. What is it? What did I see? Three consecutive games now with a pick six. That's yep. going back to the playoffs. I yep. mean, come on now. You don't do that. They showed a clip of him and Jameis Winston of last year, week one, identical picks right up to the sideline. Some guy runs up, boom, snatches it, takes it 80 yards the other way. So this game was a little shorter. Yeah. Um, I am taking – Carolina plus seven and a half. Christian McCaffrey is going to run all over them. Gronk is old. Tom Brady's old. Their coach is old. They're in Florida, Coronaville. No, it's going to be Carolina all day. I'm going to go with you here. Um, 
they just they don't they haven't proved anything. Yeah. And like you said, the Saints were able to move the ball like they didn't have their best offensive game. No. And they still put up 34 points. Michael Thomas was held to one F and catch. And why do I know that? Because he's on my fantasy team and I, I get know. my ass kicked this week. Thanks a lot. I saw that. I started laughing because I immediately thought of you. Jesus. And I was just like, I know he's on his team and he went big on him. And Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't have a good game either way because Chris Godwin didn't really do much either. Um, but, yeah, just like I don't see – people just don't want to see that Tom Brady's getting worse. That he was like people a are just blinded. People are just blinded by who he has been and not what he is now. Yeah, this Tom Brady is not an that eight Tom and Brady. a half favored quarterback anymore. Right, and we said it at the when we were doing our picks. Teams like this that bring in a whole bunch of top tier talent that. You know, there's just so many different big personalities and so many guys that need to, like, be fed the ball that it does not work, and it never has worked. Nope. And being a Cardinals fan, I watched Bruce Arians. He had big-arm quarterbacks. I'm not saying Tom Brady can't push the ball down the field anymore, but he can't push the ball down the field like Bruce Arians wants him to push the ball down the field. Right. You saw him overthrow Mike Evans. Exactly. I mean, it's like he couldn't, you know. He Mike put, Evans had a bad game too. Right. Godwin had a bad game. Like, they just don't look. And they were having, like, the illegal workouts during the quarantine and all this yeah. stuff. And they supposedly were practicing more than any other team together. And you still look that discombobulated? Right. I'm sorry. They just don't Pre-season look like a good form. team to me. So, yeah. I mean, I don't think the Panthers are a good team in any sense of the word. I mean, they go and give up 34 to the Raiders. Um, I mean, Teddy Bridgewater played okay. Christian McCaffrey obviously ate. But like you said, Christian McCaffrey is going to do whatever he wants. Right. So, do I think the Panthers win this game outright? No. I think the Buccaneers will do enough to win this game. But the eight and a half is way too much. Way too much. So, yeah, give us give us both the uh, Panthers on that one. I just don't think the Buccaneers are going to be very competitive in a lot of games, honestly. And if they do win, they're not blowing teams out. No. They're not. All right, we'll move on. The Washington... This is crazy. It still has the Washington Redskins. <laughs> yeah, this is from today. If I offended anyone I mean, for saying that, I am sorry. This but I'm just reading what's on the page. ActionNetwork.com. Yeah. Their lines of this morning. So, turn them out, so we have the Washington Washingtons at the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals are minus seven. The over-under is 45 and a half. Okay. I'll let you I want no, you to no, 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 no. I want you to start. Team. I want you to start so I can come in afterwards. Oh my god. Ah, uh, the Washington Washingtons R skins, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> uh I don't know what to think about them. I really don't. Like because they looked decent against the right. Eagles. Right. Um, I'm not a Dwayne Haskins fan. They nope. did get Chase Young, so that's probably why they look decent. You know, Carson Wentz is running for his life. But 
I don't know about the minus seven. I, the Cardinals look good. They look they actually look great. If their defense plays the same way, this will be a low-scoring game. I like the under a lot, 45 right. and a half. I think if the Cardinals defense plays the same way they do, I think um, Kyler Murray is elusive enough to run around Chase Young and get the ball off in time or run a, a ton again. But I'm contradicting myself here now. <laughs> I love the under. If the if the Cardinals do cover this minus seven, it's literally going to be ten to zero or ten to three. Watch, it's going to be like a ten to three game. Yeah, I and it's going to push. It's going to push. I call the push and the under. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Minus seven Cardinals and the under, but it's going to push. I just can't make up my mind. So when I saw this line, I have been a big person and saying that I think the Cardinals have been severely underrated going coming into this year. And if they're going off week one, now I think they're being supremely overrated. Yeah. It, again, like, yeah, the Cardinals looked good. It was a promising week one. Um, but man, to give the Cardinals, they haven't been over 500 for like the last three seasons. And now they win one game against the 49ers. They're a seven-point favorite. Trap. This, well, trap to which way? Against you can me, see it both ways. It, I know. It's why it makes it so hard. I'm just because I need to see a few more games that the Cardinals can play like they did against the 49ers because they – they look really good at times, yeah. but they showed that they're still uh, susceptible to that big play. Raheem Mostart, you know, just hit a nice little, little slant. slant, like nothing crazy. Isaiah Simmons totally blew the coverage, ran 75 bye yards bye. for a touchdown. Um, so they are still susceptible to that big play, even though their defense did have a, actually a pretty decent game. Um, and so much of it, is going to be centered around Kyler Murray running yep. because he can break a game open with his legs. I am going to take the red, the Washington Washingtons. The red Washingtons. The red Washingtons plus seven. Um, and that's how I feel about it. I'm yeah. literally so on the fence about it because I don't want to give the Cardinals that credit yet. And if the as a Cardinals fan, I'm not giving them that credit yet. Right, I'm and not. They they need to win more games convincingly because they were down also against the 49ers the majority of the game. Right, you know what I mean. So I don't know what is going on here. I don't understand why the Cardinals are minus seven. Um, I could definitely see the Cardinals winning this game by like a field goal. Um. And in that case, yeah, take the Redskins plus seven. I, I mean, I guess a Cardinal. I I just don't see a scenario as to why the Cardinals are minus seven yet. You know, like the Redskins did look good. They put up 27. They put up 27 unanswered. So they showed that they were able to adjust right. and change a game plan. So, yeah, uh, Redskins plus seven for me. The Cardinals minus seven for Chris. I'm not betting this game. It looks way off to me. It's very strange. Right. The line could move a lot. I feel like the line is going to move towards Washington a little bit by the time 
kickoff goes down. Yeah. But yeah, at opening at minus seven is a lot. Um, all right. Kansas City, your Chiefs at the Los Angeles Chargers. The Chiefs are minus five and a half. The over under uh, 51 and a half. I'll start this time. So okay. then you can come in afterwards. Okay. Give me the Chiefs minus five and a half and pound the Chiefs at minus five and a half. Um, the Chargers just looked so underwhelming. I do not see the Chiefs. See, how are the Cardinals minus seven and the Chiefs are minus less than a touchdown? I don't understand that. Um, the Chiefs didn't lose anybody. Clyde Edwards Hilaire looked like the real deal. Tyree Kill didn't even have that great of a game. I mean, he had a One touchdown touchdown. catch, but you know, he was held under uh, 50 yards. He I was think only targeted like four times. Exactly. So, yeah, give me the Chiefs, pound the minus five and a half. Um, like I said, Tyrod Taylor, he didn't, he Nothing. looked, yeah, he looked like that guy that we said he looked like. He's gonna. Not really turn the ball over, but he's not going to win you a lot of games by himself. Um, if the Bengals played even a ha- like a fraction better, they would have won that game. He even rushed. He had six attempts for seven yards. Like this is a guy that's supposed to be able to run, but he was bottled up. Right. And the Chiefs are just an all the like way better team than the Bengals, and they couldn't. Yeah. They barely probably they should have lost the Bengals. Should have. The Chiefs should be like a 10-point favorite this week, honestly. Um, yeah, Chiefs minus five now. All right, all right. Um, this is that another trap game. Okay. This is And this is why I hate saying this. This is my team. But every year against the Chargers, it's close. Maybe not like the last game of last year, but every time I watch this, we're like, it's a nail-biter with the Chargers. And I think that's why it's now minus five and a half. Everything you're stating here, we should be the high. We should be minus 11 up there with Tennessee. <coughs> I think everybody looks at the Chiefs again and goes, hammer, 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 hammer. And the books have a payday because the Chargers are going to lose by a field. We're going to kick a game-winning field goal and win by three on some stupid BS, which always happens with the Chiefs. We lose games we should have won, and we win games. Well, we should win every game. But like last year, the Tennessee Titans, we lost that game midseason, and it was terrible. Every officiating is terrible. Our team was coached terribly. It just happens. I really love my Chiefs, and yes, I want to take them by a million, but my the gambling side of me says take the plus five and a half with the Chargers and the over. I like the over. I think it's going to be like a 25 to 25 game or 30, 30. Like, it's going to come down to a field goal. The Chargers are not putting up 25 points on the Chiefs. I'm telling you, something stupid happens every time we play them. But you also have to remember that Phillip Rivers is not the quarterback of the Chargers anymore. Right. This is a different team. Right. Like, I'm going to make a case for your team right now. This is just one of those times that you would think – you know, like this is another game where like maybe you could say it's a trap game. This is a case that the better team, they are just head and shoulders. They are two head and two sets of shoulders oh, above the Chargers. Right. They are going to cover this game and they're going to cover it easily. I hope so. They are just a better team. This is just a case of they are the better team. They're going to dominate the Chargers. The Chargers are 
under extremely underwhelming with Tyrod Taylor back there. Like he's not, he, they don't have those explosive plays that, like, like they can with Phillip Rivers. They can push the ball. Yeah. I'm telling you. And he only ran for seven yards against the Bengals defense. I'm sorry. I just don't see any way. And, you know, this is probably going to blow up in my face. <laughs> I just do not see you. any way. It's like every that year. That the Chiefs cover this, or they don't cover this five and a half. It's like every year the Dolphins beat the, the Patriots once. Once out of their two games, it happens without a flinch two years ago that crazy bobble shuffle lateral pass that actually worked last year. Fitzpatrick drives down in the game of the game. And- but even when that was happening, like the Patriots, like even though they were still a really good team, they were kind they were still like slowly on the decline. I think they were that's what I'm saying. Like, they were slowly, like, they were still better than everyone else. Yeah. But, like, the team itself was, like, slowly getting older, yeah. you know, like, weird stuff like that could happen for them. The Chiefs are getting better. Yeah. And the Chargers got way worse. Like I said, I'm just a very conspiracy nut type of person, and it's, like, it's too easy. But when something's too easy, it ain't breezy. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm going to stick with the – I'm sticking to the Chiefs here. Chris is going with the Chargers. Um, and so I'm probably going to bet the Chiefs. I'll probably bet them pretty heavily. I feel really good about the Chiefs. You know, because I'm parlay king. I do, like, sometimes dabble and take something on both sides because you never know. Like, that one fucking team fucks up and now you're about a couple hundred bucks. So, you know, I'll throw a little little something in there maybe, but I don't know, man. All right, next up. The Baltimore Ravens at the Houston Texans. Ravens are minus six in this game. The over-under is 54.5. This is the night game. At least one of them. No, that's the night game. No, 125. It's still an afternoon. Oh, Eastern time. I'm sorry. We live on the West Coast, and we don't do this. (laughs) Um, I like the Ravens minus six in this. The Texans couldn't stop us. Apparently, to everybody in the world, Lamar Jackson looked even better than he did last year. That's what I was reading too. They the game, but. they racked up the points on the Browns. I get it's the Browns, but the Texans, other than Deshaun Watson, did not look good. Fuller was their main target, and they should have used uh, who they get from the Rams. Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks on my fantasy didn't do anything. Yeah. Should have used him more. He's so boomer bust. Brandon right. Cooks. Yeah. So I love the Ravens minus six in this. I think they steamroll them just like the Chiefs did. Let up maybe two garbage time touchdowns at the end. So let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. Okay. Just real quick. Oh my God. You like the Ravens at a bigger number than the Chiefs are getting against the Chargers. Yes. The Ravens, the Chiefs are better than the Ravens. Yes. The Texans are better than the Chargers. Yes. Overall. Yes. Overall. But you are more confident that the Ravens will cover the six against a better team than the Chiefs, who are a better team than the Ravens, will cover against the Chargers, who are a worse team than who the Ravens are playing. Yes, and I'm not on drugs. I'm not. I mean, this. I'm telling you, this is the sports betting world. This is how this works. Someone once told me, he said that the easiest bets are the easiest losers. 
and the hardest vets to make are the easiest winners. And I and I'm like, I never listened to that. And then I'm like, oh, these people won't cover this giant spread cover with ease. But these people can't lose this way because it's so it's so hard. No, it happens. It happens every day in the sports betting world, and that's all I'm going based off of is experience, not st stats. Okay. All right. I'll give you that. I just I don't see I don't see the rationale behind it. But hey, either I, next week I look like a lunatic or I look like a genius. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Which is that's still true. like a fine line either way you go. So, um, ooh, this one's hard. Because, yeah, like you said, I mean, the Chiefs just made it look really easy against the Texans. The Ravens had a crazy good game against the Browns. And, I mean, I'm saying that the Texans are better than the Chargers, but that's not really saying a lot because I don't think the Texans are really that much better than the Browns. Like, I think if, when the Browns – I don't know if they play this year, but if the Browns and Texans play, like, that would be a really close game, mm -hmm. I, I I think. Um so I will go with the Ravens. Um, it's not really a knee-jerk just because we knew the Ravens were going to be good this year, and I'm not really high on the Texans. Um, you lose your best player. Right. Like, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah. I mean, David Johnson looked good last week. He did. He did. I mean, he had, a, he had a decent game again. Will Fuller, yeah, he had a good game. But those are like, that's it. That's it. That's really all they have on the offensive side. I mean, besides Deshaun Watson. Um, but, yeah, I, I just don't think – like, I think the Texans can put up points, but I think it might be a, like a shootout, but the Ravens are going to score two or three times more. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I could see this being like 42 to 28. Like, and, I could see a lot of points being put up. In and I game. think that's – I think the highest over – of this week. Yeah, 54 and a half. So I kind of like the over. Yeah. Me too. Um, but yeah, we're both on the Ravens this week. Doesn't seem, you know, it. nothing seems fishy about this game. I mm -hmm. just think the better team wins, yep. you know, and they by easily win by a touchdown. Right. Okay. The New England Patriots at the Seattle Seahawks. The Seahawks minus three and a half. The over under 44. Seahawks. Seahawks. Easy, Easy Seahawks for me. I love the Seahawks this year. I don't know why. I just have a feeling. Minus three and a half all day. Yeah, I mean, if, if Cam Newton couldn't throw against the uh, the Dolphins, he's definitely not throwing against the Seahawks. Right. And the Seahawks are just an all-around better team. They're going to bottle. They're going to force Cam Newton to throw. Yeah, they're going to put more than 11 points up. They're they're going to put they're gonna drop a 30 bomb on them. Watch. Easy. And it's going to be like 30 to 14. Easy. Uh, yeah, this is going to be that week that everyone's like, oh, well, is Cam Newton really the answer? Are the right. Patriots really that good? This is their test. Yeah, this is – if they can beat the Seahawks, I'd be like, oh, great, here we go again. I bet you uh, Bill Belichick's like, god damn it, I still got to play against Jamal Adams. Yeah, right, right. With a worse team than he's had in the last few years. Right. But, yeah, I, I mean, I don't see – this is another game that will probably get bet up really fast. So if yeah. you can grab it at minus three and a half, because by time kickoff is like, I can see this being like six, six and a half. Yep. Like pretty easily. Um, but yeah, there's really not too much to say on this game. I think the Seahawks cover easy. Um, I kind of like the over really? of 44 because like we said, like I do think that Seattle can put up 28, 35 points. 
So you're really not depending on the Patriots to put up that much. See, um, and that's why I like the under at 44. Right there, 30 to 14, this game is going to end. Well, then, even if it ends at that, you're still getting a push. Exactly. But I, they're going to they're gonna shut down Bill Belichick and the Patriots. You're really, like you said, you're really going to see if Cam Newton can throw the ball. So I like the under. I like Seahawks minus 3.5 and, and the under 44. Okay. All right. Well, we're on the same side of the game, opposite sides of the total. Okay. Um, we are going into our Monday night game, the New Orleans Saints at the Las Vegas Raiders. The Saints minus four, the over under 50 and a half. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb here and I say the Raiders cover this game. They put up 34 on the Panthers. I know that the Panthers aren't a great team, but the Raiders showed me something this week. They battled back a few times in this game. Um, I just, I just don't, for some reason, the Saints didn't look all together. Even though they won that game easy, they just didn't look 100%. You know what I mean? As weird as it sounds. Michael the, Thomas doesn't have a day. Michael, they don't, oh, they don't want to look good with Kamara. Oh, he looked so good. Right. Especially coming off that five-year extension. Right. But... Yeah, like Drew Brees just doesn't look the same as he has in years past. Like he's he still old. looks good, but he doesn't have that zip on his ball anymore like he used to. Um, yeah, I just something's something's pointing me to the Raiders in this game. I just, I like them plus the four. I don't feel great about it. I'm not going to bet this game at all. But um, yeah, I mean, if I had to bet it, got my hand at, I'll take the four. I like the four too, and. You know what was really cool the other day? Looking at the screen, it said LV on the bottom. Hell yeah, brother. I mean, I know we've had the Knights here, but it wasn't on football. So seeing the LV, I was like, that's for a lot. Just seeing Vegas get, like, represented right. like, nationally. And at least they it won. doesn't matter what it is. It's just so cool to see now. No matter, like, it doesn't even matter what you feel about the Raiders. You can hate the Raiders. I hate the Raiders. Which is fine. You know, like, you're a Chiefs fan. It makes sense. People that are Broncos fans and Chargers right. fans, like, it makes sense that you don't like the Raiders. But they represent the city now. You kind of want them, like, in the back of your head, I'm sure you're kind of like, well, I kind of hope they do well so they represent us. Yeah, I guess. Las Vegas is a winning city. Yep. That's all we've known. The Knights, the Aces are doing well. So, I, I just can't. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm not saying you're going to go get a Raiders jersey. Never. You know? Um, no, I get it. I get it. And, yes, I, they got to win. They have to win. They're coming to a winning culture. If they don't win, we might kick them out and go get a new team. This is Las Vegas. We kick people out all the time. Give us a – shoot, I'd take Minshew. There you go. He would fit so perfectly in, in a city like Vegas. Yeah. He's just out yeah, rock there. Star. Yeah, he would – which would, might be kind of bad. All right. Vegas might just, just tear him up. Dude, everybody who comes to Vegas and moves here, just their life changes, changes forever. Changes a lot for the best, I would think. Um, but, yeah, there's a slate. Our locks this week, we got two of them for you. I'm taking the Titans 
love the Titans. There's a couple other games I really like this week, but it's just a case of the Jaguars winning, and a lot of people are going to be on the Jaguars to cover that 11 points, but they will come back down to earth. Derrick Henry should have like 200 yards um, against the Jaguars. I think they make it easy. Take the Titans minus 11. You know, just because this is the trap game podcast. Yes, sir. Taking the biggest trap game of the week for my mortal lock. Colts minus three and a half. Uh, really, the real mortal lock is the money line, but they're going to cover the three and a half. Everybody's going to be all over the Vikings. Plus the points, just as a gimme, they're going to take a money line. The Colts are going to win by like six, seven points, yep. and everybody's pockets are going to be empty, and mine are going to be loaded. Yours are going to be loaded yep. because this is the Trap Game podcast, and that is the biggest trap game on the slate. So I'm rolling with it. All right. Awesome, guys. That is your second week spread picks. Like we said, spreads could change. Get them. Get the few that we liked while you can because stuff is going to change over the week. Um, But hopefully we gave you guys enough insight that um, you guys can make some, you know, a little bit more educated picks. Uh, Hopefully we give you guys some good information. Hopefully we don't go 0-100. I don't think we will. Hey, we're, we're two and zero. Hey, we're two and zero on, our, our, on our rocks so far. Give us our credit, credit where credit is due. Two and okay? Chris followed me, and he won some money last I week. I did. Okay, so um, yeah, let's have a good week this week. The Steelers and Giants are tied at the moment, three to three at um, going into the second quarter. Oh, and I say that Danny Dimes throws a forty-one yard touchdown pass to Darius Slayton. Darius so. <laughs> Slayton and Danny Dimes. All right, guys, you guys have a good week. We're going to hop off. I'm about to go watch the night game. Hopefully next week we still have night hockey to talk about. Um, Chris is confident. He bet on him to come back. So, all right, guys, thank you for listening. Like, share, subscribe, comment. Let us know what you guys think. Let us know what your guys' locks of the week are. Um, hopefully in the next few days we will be on Spotify because now we have enough episodes to get on there. Let's go. Um, but awesome. Follow, guys. share. 100%. Listen. Yep. Bet yep. what we bet. To a certain extent. No, nah, do it. <laughs> yeah. Follow us. Yeah, let's just, just follow us. We Jump on our back. All right. We got this. Awesome, guys. You guys have a good rest of your week. Hopefully you guys won money with us last weekend. Hopefully you guys win even more money with us upcoming week. Um, have a good week guys. Later. See ya.